Welcome. You're listening to WO Voices, a podcast series from Women in Optometry magazine. I'm Marjolyn Bailefeld, editor of Women in Optometry. We're delighted you could join us. Welcome. We're here today with Loretta Justin OD. Dr. Justin is the owner of Millennium Eye Center in Orlando, Florida. She's also the founder of a program called CEO of You, and she's the founder of Optometry Divas. Today, we're going to talk about a particular scholarship program that Dr. Justin has has launched and uh, can't wait to hear about it. Welcome, Dr. Justin. Marjolyn, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and to catch up with you again. Yes, it's it's always uh, it's always lovely to hear about what you're doing and amazing how much um, Optometry Divas has grown. Um, yes, WO readers know you from your from your regular um, CEO of you columns, and this newest initiative, this this scholarship launch, seems to be kind of a um, a, a, cr- a cross between the two. You're you're obviously trying to uh, impact and improve the future of the profession. So why don't you tell us what what you're doing? Sure. Well, Optometry Divas was created with one mission, right? To empower, connect, and promote the success of women ODs. And I'm just thrilled, and we're all so excited wow. that everyone has received this message and really believe and agree that this is something we should do. And one of the best ways we can do that is to begin with future doctors, you know, to empower an optometrist really should start when they're in school and going forward. And that's where the idea of the scholarship came from. How can we empower the doctors that are coming out? Looking at those of us who have already graduated, some of us like me who've been out of school and been practicing for a while, thinking about what we did, what we wish we could have done differently, what we wish we knew when we were in school, and the thinking the brainstorming about these mistakes and the challenges that we had is where the concept for the scholarship came from. Because what we would like to do with the scholarship is to encourage the students to look ahead and to start planning for the future. And so is is the, the third year students that you're looking at here, is the, are they particularly open to that message, do you think? And third year, most of us, when we're in school, start thinking about what I'm going to do after I graduate, really in the last six months of fourth year, when it, you know, the reality dawns on you, oh, shoot, I'm going to be out of school in a few months. And that's when we start thinking about it. I personally believe if you start thinking about this in the third year, because that is your last year in the school, typically, um, before you leave and go to rotations and um, um, residencies, if you choose to do that route. But when you're in the school, you still have the um, opportunity of having other professors and other people who are there physically who can guide you. It's a good time to start thinking about what am I going to do? Because when you do that, it will help you decide where to do those rotations in the fourth year. Because then that will, it will create a path for you to, um, to follow. And third year, I think, is the crucial place to do that it will make a difference with that last year that you have left in school. So the scholarship is, is clearly financial, but yes. is, there, is there also a support element to it? Yes, so the, you're right. The 
the financial part is really the bonus, in my opinion, for the scholarship. <laughs> what will happen is everybody who does apply, they're required to submit a business plan and I will review and give feedback on their plan to kind of help guide a little bit as to, I see what you're trying to do here, consider this, think about this, just to give that type of feedback. So everyone who applies, whether they get the scholarship or not, will get some valuable feedback that will help them in the decision and the choice of practice that they want to do later. That's interesting. And this is the, the first year. Do you anticipate this being a regular thing? I do. I anticipate going over and doing more students. You know, right now we're able to just do one student and award the scholarship to just that one recipient. But I hope to be able to do more so we can help students. My goal would be to do one in every school at some point in time. So, but I, you know, I tend to dream big, right? You know me, Marjorie. <laughs> I would love to be able to do that, but I really believe that third year is so crucial making that decision. And I want to be able to keep doing this uh, for every year thereafter. So Optometry Diva focuses on empowering the success of women ODs. And we kind of look at all of us as a unified body. Mm -hmm. And um, what we're looking for is how can we get the women to the women of these who are coming out, who are becoming the dominant force in optometry to position them to succeed. So I really embrace the idea of diversity in optometry and looking at the individual and what they need as an individual, as opposed to just looking at them as a segment of a group. So for us, that is really the primary focus is looking at the person because that's what the CEO of you is all about. So we believe based on my own personal story, regardless of your background, where you come from, there are challenges that you will experience, but you do have the power within you to succeed. And my job is to help you discover that power. And then I can connect you to different organizations that does different things mm -hmm. and uh, help in different areas. But for us, what we do specifically is work with the individual, help them discover the power that is within them to succeed. So how did CEO of You come about? CEO of You came from my own personal experiences, just because um, me personally, with the experiences that I've had, I didn't really have much control or sense of empowerment in my own personal life. And because of that, my life was ruled and controlled by circumstances, and what was happening around me by situations, by other people's opinions, um, by other you know, issues in life, not necessarily by my own choice. So because of that, it created a lot of challenges for me, especially in the early days of my practice, just sorting everything out. I, at one point, had uh, I was open many more days than I am right now. And um, I was doing it, trying to please all of my patients just so I can be there for everybody. Mm -hmm. But at some point I realized I, I, I can't do that. I need to find a schedule that works for me the, in my life, in my children. Then it will the patients that are able to meet that schedule will be there to meet with me. So it's more about finding out what I really wanted and then believing that I could get what I really want. I didn't believe that before. So I didn't feel that I had the power to change my life. So in around 
2010 or so is when this concept began in me that I have the power to change my life. But to do that, I need to become the CEO of my life, take control of my life instead of letting other people, life, situations, uh, whatever else may be, be in control in my life. And that really changed my life. It changed everything for me. And I realized if I went through that and it made such a big difference for me, I'm pretty sure it will make a difference for other people as well if they would discover that what they're looking for is not outside of them. It's really inside of them. They just got to tap into it. I love the idea that you're bringing that concept to students uh, because they're, they're, most of them probably aren't really going through that process yet. Correct. You know, they're, yeah. as you said, they're worried about the next semester. The next, <laughs> exam, the next midterm, the next final, and trying to get through the next test. And it, and I and I get it, you know, and that's that's where you are when you are in um, second year or third year. However, that's a short period of time right. when you compare it to what's going to happen when you get out of school. What I want to be able to do is just to spark that thought to realize there is after graduation. I won't be taking finals and midterms forever. And then what? And that's that's really where I want to get them to. And then what? What happens thereafter? With some of the conversations I have with some of my colleagues and, and myself, if I had thought about some of this beforehand, I may have made some different decisions and it would have saved me some time. So you're really, by offering this scholarship opportunity, you're really creating kind of an incentive for students to, to, to think about this, to create that business plan. How, how detailed do you anticipate these being? So I left it somewhat vague and just because I want the students to have the freedom to, I want to see where they're at when they do the the business plan. So that way I can give some guidance and direction. And I know as students, as ODs, we really like to have a lot of um, directions and exact points. You know, is it double space, single space? What font do you want? So (laughs) I left it vague, like, I don't care. Do whatever fun you want. What I want to know is what you're thinking, not necessarily how it looks like. So in the in the page, I gave an instruction of five to 10 pages because I know some people would really want to be very, very good and do as long as they can. And then there are people who don't really know how to do it. So they're going to do maybe five pages, maybe three pages. The idea is to start to think about where do I want to be when I graduate? As an optometrist, when I'm done, there are many modalities of practicing that's available to me which one do I want? Am I going to, am I engaged right now? I plan to get married next year and I want to have a baby after I graduate. Then I got to think about what type of work would fit my lifestyle at that time. But we don't really get to think about these things until they happen. So my, my goal is to help spark that thought. That's going to be a considerable amount of work for you to read to read through these and and offer feedback. Um, yeah. <laughs> it it is, and I'm not doing it alone. We have a team that's going to be you know going doing feedback at of other ODs. I, I really do believe in the team concept, and so there is a team of ODs who are part of the Optometry Divas Core, and we do almost everything together. So we will be giving feedback. And every single one of them are very seasoned in their businesses and what they do. So they'll be able to give some valuable feedback to everybody. 
So, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's almost a de facto mentoring program here. It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a, it's a mentoring program with, where you have the possibility of getting some financial benefit for it. Right. And of course, OD Divas has a a mentoring aspect to it too. You have uh, a a mix of, of women who show up to your events that are probably, you know, um, further along in their careers and, and others who are starting their careers. Yes. So when we do have our, our meetings, our one of my favorite things that we do is our mastermind. When we do our mastermind, that's usually very good, especially for younger UDs who are coming or anybody who want to try something different that they have not done, but they can connect with someone who's done it before. Because my, my motto is success leaves clues. Success leaves clues. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel. Find someone who's done it before and kind of follow what they've done if it's worked. So I, I, we do believe in the mentoring and giving back and, and helping one another to succeed. Do you think it's easier for students now to find the the help that they're looking for than, than it might have been when, when you were coming out of school? Or do you from need my to know where to look? I would say yes. Mm-hmm. From, from, always knowing where to look always makes a difference. Um, And, you know, back to the question you asked before, the amount of resources you had available to you as you were coming out makes a difference as to the type of help you get. If you know what to ask for, it's easier to get the help. If you have no clue because you've never had the experience, the exposure um, or the resource, you do not know what to ask. In my family, um, my parents, barely made it through sixth grade. And um, I am from a third world country and no one in my family had ever had a business before. So not only did I not, was I not really prepared for what I was going to do, I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. Because right. I didn't know what I didn't know, I didn't know what to ask. And that made it difficult for me personally to get help. Not that there was no one available to help me, but I just didn't know how to utilize that. But overall, I think now there is more resources available and more help. And there's a lot more companies, organizations that are doing a lot to help students coming out of school than there were in 2002 when I graduated. Oh, my gosh. That's a long time. I just said that out loud. Yeah, I would encourage uh, any student who hear this to apply and take the effort. I know at first it may seem like I have all this work that I have to do. I don't have time to do this. But what I'm really asking is for you to invest in your future. It is worth the time to do this. So if you hear, if you're listening to me and Marjolaine talk, go to the website, optometrydivas.com, and then look at the information on the scholarship. And I encourage you, try it. And it will benefit you for years to come. Awesome. Um, and the, the deadline for the scholarship is? August 6th. August 6th is the deadline. Because so people are, better get hopping. <laughs> yes. It will be, um, the recipient will be announced in our upcoming educational retreat in Tampa, um, August 13 to 15. So on our um, Saturday night banquet. We have an all-white banquet. We're going to have an award ceremony, and that's when we'll be announcing. That's exciting. Our- that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, 
let us know who who uh, is the lucky recipient. Well, they're all lucky recipients, right? For getting for getting the feedback and just going through the process. But yeah, yeah I definitely will. I'm excited. I'm excited for the students. I think it'll be a great opportunity for um, the winner and all those who apply for the scholarship. Dr. Justin, it is always a pleasure talking to you. You are a, a, a source of, of inspiration and, uh, you know, to, to other ODs and you work hard to, uh, to, to make people be their best. So thank you. Marjorie, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to come and participate. And I just love everything that Ru is doing and the difference that it's making. I just want to be able to join and do my part. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening. I hope you join us again next time on WL Voices. If you'd like to be part of our podcast series, please contact us. You can email us at wovoicesonline at gmail.com or via our website, womeninoptometry.com, on Facebook at WL Magazine, or through Twitter or Instagram at WomenODs. See you next time.